Uh, we're back here at the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and we're with former inductee Lou Nolan, who was on with us last year. We're nice. We're really excited to have you back, and uh, nice to see you here. Well, you know, it's uh, it's a great event. I'm glad to be here, and I'm more honored that I was inducted. And uh, it's great to see friends here that are making that journey the same way. Notably, Reggie Reggie Leach. Yeah. Absolutely. A tremendous, tremendous player, as you well know, back yep. in the 1975 Stanley Cup teams and uh, part of that unbelievable line back in the 70s that Boy. really just took other other teams' lunch money. I think there were 141 goals from that line. Uh, I, I remember that number because they threw out – it broke some record or something. I don't know. And they, they threw out these dollar bills, and orange dollar bills, and they fluttered down. Nothing reached the ice, but I got a couple of those home. <laughs> but, I mean, Reggie, I've seen Reggie score five in a game. It's pretty good. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Really unbelievable. Yeah. And so if you compare a line like that, a team like that, to some of the other great teams that the Flyers have had, of course they won a Stanley Cup, so that is right there at the top. But, but what did they bring that makes such a good hockey team and kind of led people to believe and led people to understand what the Flyers' identity was? Well, you know, when you when you win the title like that and win the cup, you uh, basically uh, are are in everybody's heart forever. And it's very difficult, you know, with with Billy Barber and, and Clarky and Reggie together. Uh, Reggie could really shoot, and uh, so could Billy Barber. And Clarky could set them up, and then you know pick up the garbage that bounced off goalies mm-hmm. because the goalies couldn't control the puck. So they they popped in a large number of goals. Um, later on, you know, with, with Tim Kerr playing and, and Dave Poulin playing, guys like that, there, there were people that were almost equal, but not quite equal. Uh, and you could be in game seven and uh, uh, against Edmonton and, and uh, not make it, and uh, it's a world of difference from making it and having what it takes to win that cup. Really is. You're absolutely right. And against some of the tremendous teams back there in the 1970s, notably they beat the Buffalo Sabres to win the Stanley Cup in 1974-1975. How has the game changed in your mind since since that time to some of the great players and teams that you see today? Well, that's a softball question. Uh, speed. Speed. Uh, the teams that uh, uh, back in those years wouldn't, come up the ice with the same speed as they do now across the league. Uh, a little more of a, a, a snake-like entry into zones. Uh, our guys don't do a lot of that. When they do that, they're offside. Um, and because um, somebody always wants to go straight at it. But these guys, they're drilled differently. They, they drill the same thing over and over and over until it becomes part of what they have in, in their brains as far as how they perform. And um, just uh, speed is the main thing. And uh, talent, I think these guys uh, nowadays keep themselves in better shape. Uh, I think they are measured in every single uh, thing that they could possibly be measured in. Uh, we have analytics now uh, in the league. Two or three people with the Flyers do analytics. So everybody knows in management what can be done and how somebody's performing. All right, so I'll try for not two softball questions in a row, Lou. I would hate to do that. So let's talk about the junior ranks, and let's talk about USA Hockey and where the future is for USA Hockey in terms of producing prospects. Of course, when we talk about the Olympics, we're not going to be talking about NHL players any longer. So the junior game, 
the next wave of USA talent. How do you see that? Well, uh, because there's so much emphasis put on national teams nowadays, and uh, they'll train 50, 60 guys uh, at camp uh, and pull them from different places, uh, I think it's good. I think we're going to be good going forward. Uh, junior hockey and the ages leading up to junior hockey, you know, 16, under 16, under 17, under 18s, they're better than they ever have been. And uh, I think that the future is really strong. Good leadership, good teams, a lot of American players. And speaking of the, the juniors, obviously the college game has just exploded in terms of amateurs that are trying to make that next step. You see a team just in this state like Penn State make the jump up to NCAA Division One and the success that they've had. The college game, how do you feel that the college game is being represented both from a media perspective and in terms of the talent that you see then filtering upward? Well, um, I think more than ever you have the ability to tune into a college game just about any night you wish to do so because of the proliferation of, uh, of cable and digital television. And um, uh, so you can watch people. Now, they are being scouted all the time for talent, just like the juniors are and just like the other professional ranks are. Uh, so I think that the college game itself is so exciting. I mean, those guys go out and they, they run through the end of the boards and nail somebody. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's terrific. And um, nonstop, nonstop. And they produce some pretty good players, and that's mm -hmm. evident by the individuals that have, you know, uh, come into the NHL. But, uh, I mean, talk about Gossespair, right? He was, with, you know, his, his team won the Frozen Four, and um, they won 7-4. He was uh, plus seven. So, <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous, you know. And he's played well with us. I think that uh, some of the talent has, uh, has caught up to him. Uh, he's got that little move back again that he had uh, – uh, in his first couple of years, and then last year he lost a little bit of it's confidence, you know. He's a good player, and I think that things ahead for our Flyers team are strong. So why and what in particular uh, gives you that indication? Obviously a great organization that year after year is trying to put a good team on the ice, and i got to ask you, as you're wearing the, the beautiful orange tie, this evening, what you see out of the Flyers this year, and of course, there's some great prospects in the pipe. Uh, most specifically, a guy that'll be in between the pipes. Yeah, I think you're talking about Carter Hart, who is uh, down in uh, Allentown now, and uh, will probably play uh, a majority of the games there. Um, and um, he's got a lot to learn. It's just like anybody that comes out of junior, no matter what level you play on. You know, you play national and junior, you're still playing against other junior players. You start playing against men who have a better shot, who uh, will not, uh, you know, uh, will do what they need to do to win a game, including running goalies. So uh, it's a little different there. But uh, he'll go to school there, and um, Ron Hextall will be very patient with him. Uh, and uh, if we hold up okay up here, uh, I think that he'll get his chance to learn, adjust to the shot, uh, just to the speed of the game, which is accelerated both both ways, and um, I think we'll see him here. But I don't. I, I got a funny feeling we won't see him this year. Yeah, interesting. I know that's the question. There's a lot of fans out there calling for him now, but perhaps the best thing for his development. Yeah, his numbers aren't great, and I think that is part of the challenge uh, for him to face. How do I make my numbers better now? 
think of the pressure on people here if you know if he was five and zero with a one sixty one goals against average and a nine thirty three save percentage. It's not like that. If it was, there'd be pressure to bring him up, bring him up, bring him mm-hmm. up every time a goalie is a bad game. But it's not like that. And they, um, uh, I think they're going to have time with him there. And I think he really needs the time. So Allentown's a nice place. <laughs> yes, it is. Not too bad. Billy Joel once wrote a song about it. Yes, he did. <laughs> well, before I let you go, i got to give a shout-out on behalf of the Drexel University hockey program. <laughs> I've been calling their games this year, going to be doing every home game for them. And uh, I know that all those guys and everybody that's associated with hockey in Philadelphia, big fans of yours. I can say the same for myself. Appreciate you coming on and being a part of this. Well, I'm flattered to thank you. Uh, And, um, you know, as I said here when I was inducted, I'm just a kid from southwest Philly who loved hockey when lots of guys played basketball. And I never believed the ball was coming back to my hand when I dribbled. So (laughs) instead it was hockey. But uh, uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate the chance. It's been a pleasure.